Hi, everyone, and welcome to How the Light Gets In, where we seek to have conversations that crack through the dark. I'm Haven, and I'm really happy you're here. Also very happy that my guest is here today. Uh, Kyle Houlihan is a very good poet in my, you know, humble opinion, but also opinion that I share freely because when I like stuff, I talk about it. So, <laughs> so yeah. thank you, Kyle, for being here. And I'm so excited to talk to you. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to you. Um, I really uh, have appreciated getting to know you and the little glimpses of uh, the online world, but it's really sweet to be here and talk to you now. Yay. So the first question that I always start out with is, how are you doing? How's life? How How's everything? Life is good, but it is challenging. Um, I will be very honest and straightforward. I have been in a little bit more of a rut recently. I think I've, I've found myself in more of a, of a protective stance, shall we say. Um, I kind of think about, to kind of explain more broadly, kind of think about my life in two different ways. I kind of move from an open-hearted space to a more protective stance and when I'm in a more protective place you know it's a little bit harder to feel connected and present um, and that's where I've been recently and that's okay but overall I'm I'm doing okay I know that that's just a place that I'm in sometimes it's not a forever um, but overall I'm doing okay well thank you for sharing that I'm I love connecting with people that way so just I'm I'm really happy that you felt like you could share that. Yeah, of course. And I totally can agree with or connect with what you're saying because, you know, you go through both, you know, and it is nice, of course, to be able to have, like, to be open-hearted and to be, you know, like, experiencing life that way but sometimes you just have to step back (laughs) in a way yeah no absolutely yeah uh sometimes you have to take time to you know I, i you kind of need the protective stance to really know what it is to be in the open hearted place um i'm certainly working on trying to alleviate maybe some of the need to be in such a protective place to try and feel safer in my body and safer and more at ease and present more often. But at the same time, I've never, it's never going to be perfect. I'm never going to achieve that, you know, in this lifetime, no one will. And that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. We are human. (laughs) That's that's all right. So the first like kind of, interviewee kind of question I had for you uh when did you start in your um writing that's an interesting question I would say I always knew I was a writer in a sense I don't think I really started my practice or effort of writing till 2016 Um, and even then I wasn't 
writing poetry as much then I was focused on writing scripts and screenplays and like mm -hmm. hacking out movie ideas and stuff like that uh it really became more focused on poetry probably in like 2018 2019 um mm -hmm. and then started writing more about that it was a little bit more writing scripts and screenplays is really hard it takes a lot of time it's very time consuming um and poetry is a way to I suppose more quickly like put out your feelings and like really transmute them um so yeah that's been that's probably where it started but when I say I, I think I've always known is it just was a part of my life like I always felt drawn towards writing I always felt as a kid like I would you know one of the reasons I guess I started with screenplays and you know, uh, all of that is I grew up watching movies and TV shows and I was, I'm one of five, um, I have four older siblings. Um, so my parents were very busy and had very little time. So we were parked in front of the TV and um, my life took place through movies in a lot of ways. And so that's, it's something that I always knew that I wanted to be a part of. That's really cool and also really hilarious because I am the youngest of five as well. Oh my gosh. So it's like, oh, it's so fun, right? It's, yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Well, now that I'm older, I didn't appreciate yeah. it so much when I was little. Um, I, I understand that. <laughs> I got it. What then drew you to... Uh, um, uh, writing poetry, like, because you say you didn't start out using that as your medium, but, um, so what was it that started you on that? I think I was really looking for a healthy endeavor to express my emotions. I, to be very honest and, and forthright, I, uh, six and a half years ago, I guess, attempted suicide. And that led me to have to do a lot of different therapy and a lot of different things to try and, you know, uh, rebound my life and, and find a healthier place. And so one of the things I took to was writing and like, you, like I said, started with the screenplays, but then it, it, those were much harder to write and also lonelier endeavors like, uh, most people that write a movie have a writing partner, or if you're writing a TV show, there's a writing room. So writing this stuff on your own uh, is a more lonely endeavor. Um, and I found poetry to be a little bit more something I could kind of write quickly and really process my emotions. Um, what's funny about my writing, and this is something I talk about with my therapist still to this day, is that my what I'm writing about, like even if I, sometimes I post something I wrote two years ago, sometimes like on social media, sometimes like the things I'm putting out there are not current, but if I put out something current, it's very likely that the thing that I'm writing about there is something I'll really connect with and feel two or three months from now. My writing is usually ahead of where I'm at emotionally. Mm -hmm. um, it's usually, you know, cause you're really connecting with yourself when you're writing. And I think like, it takes me a little while to catch up. The writing is the pouring out of the heart and it takes me a while to catch up to my heart. Mm -hmm. um, and so 
to really more fully answer the question, I really just started doing it because I felt like, hey, I loved it. You know, I started writing it and I really found this profound passion for it. And it really connected with my heart, but it was an easy way to express my emotions. And then it turned into a, like a like a puzzle, like writing is a great puzzle, you know? Mm-hmm. And I often find that other writers are people who are really looking for words to express themselves, to express their experience. You know, you're trying to describe your experience and be seen in that. Um, and the mystery of of solving it and finding the right words to express how you're feeling and to really be like, this is what I'm trying to say uh, is so beautiful. And that's kind of what really drew me to poetry is especially short poems. I find that I am attracted to short poems because the economy of words is really, really, uh, it's powerful in the sense that you have to say a lot with very few things. Yeah, that is very true. And I see that it's just a a sentence and it's just like, oof, I felt that. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, it's, that's when writing works, you know, is like you can say exactly what you need to in that little bit of words (laughs) yeah I I found for myself also like a lot of times like what I'll pull out and it's funny because something that I struggle with in my life is my job my my day job I wish that (laughs) that writing paid the bills entirely but my day job is I actually run social media for a nonprofit organization so So sometimes I'm conflicted between knowing the best marketing practices to market my poetry then so people will like it and see it and my account will grow and things like that. And then just being purely creative and throwing out whatever I want. I often find that what I end up doing is um, I'll have a big long piece of something that's kind of like messy and I won't work on cleaning that up, but I'll find that nugget, the one line that ends up being posted. It's like, oh, wow, here's this two pages of I don't know what. But then there's something in there that's kind of a, a real diamond that I'm like, okay, this is this is what I'm trying to say. I don't need two pages. I need two lines. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I think you mentioned this a little bit in like how you, you write, like kind of how I'm understanding what you're saying is like you're writing and then a little while later you kind of like realize what you're what about your writing have you noticed changes like have there been like certain themes or ideas or like um thoughts that have like come up more at like one point in your life and maybe not in another a lot of this is just me like trying to re- or relating on writing because I'm like, I do this. I, I want to ask if he does this. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I totally understand that. And that is very much true of myself. Like I, I really, not to be uh, too commercialistic and plug my first book, but uh, Untruthful, the first book that I had published 
Um, thank you, Bookleaf Publisher. Um, uh, the first book that I had published, Untruthful, was, I wouldn't call it uh, negative, but it was a lot more of talking about what, what I was learning at that point in my life. This was like 20, 2020 and 2021. You know, I was learning a lot about myself, about what, what wasn't true. Like, and this is the process, honestly, of, uh, of spiritual deconstruction and, and deconstructing yourself as a person of realizing like, oh, um, would shit talk myself, you mm-hmm. know, and just like say all this, these negative things towards, towards myself um, and realizing like, oh, this is not, that's not who I am. So it started with from this place of like really writing things about like my family life or writing things about how I viewed myself. Um, I have a poem that's, um, it's called Obstacle Course and it's just, it's really short. It's just, um, I don't know if I remember it perfectly right now, but it's basically like I'll run obstacle course to receive love that was there from the start. As in it was realizing that I've done this approval chase. I've been chasing after a thing that's always been there. And so I have to learn, I have to go from this state of desperately seeking everyone's approval to then I need to unlearn and know that it's not true, untruthful. <laughs> um, you know, that I, I, it's already here. The love is here, <laughs> you know? Um, so that is kind of where my writing started. And then it's kind of moved a couple of times. Um, I had a very close friend pass away. So then I was writing a lot about grief and I was writing a lot about what I thought, you know, the other side is if there's anything, what else is there, you know, maybe a little bit more existential writing. And then it kind of for a a time has more turned into Mary Oliver style poetry, where I'm kind of writing about nature and open heartedness and, connecting with the universe and about worth. I, um, everyone's worth, the common beauty that we all hold within ourselves. Um, I have found that, I don't know how to make this a poem, but because it's so like blunt and straightforward, but uh, I just, of this long rambling poem I was writing a little while ago, there's this one line is, I wish I could end every poem with I love you. Like, I wish, you know, I'm not roomy. I don't, I don't know how to like end a poem like that, but I wish they all ended with I love you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that is a poem in itself, honestly. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's really great. There's a poem of yours, and uh, for the people listening, I've been just waiting for this moment in the interview because I'm so excited. Uh, There's a poem of yours that I just absolutely adore. And first of all, wondering if you could share that with the people that are listening. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Uh, This poem um, is, I think I just call it traumatized, honestly. To the trauma inside my body. It's okay to not feel all right 
And it's okay to wonder why hell feels a lot closer than it is. And it's all right to know the pain you felt. And it's okay that it still hurts. Oh my God, that's so good. Yeah, I just, I love it so much. And uh, if you're comfortable, I'm wondering if you could share a little bit about where that poem came from or what inspired that or. Yeah, so, I mean, to be, Honest, I, I think I have a, a I've had a complicated life, uh, and I think maybe that's expressed quite a bit in my writing. But mm-hmm. uh, I guess the simplest thing to explain is I, I've had a lot of different traumas throughout my life. Um, my family, we were briefly when I was a child, we were in a cult for a little while, so I had learned some very interesting, fun spiritual things for like two years, um, and then. We also have a situation where my dad was rather uh, emotionally abusive. Um, And then, you know, I honestly was very abusive towards myself uh, for quite some time. And um, I also have had struggled with um, body image, sort of like disordered eating stuff. Um, so, So a variety of things. I also... Um, I think maybe the thing that most inspired this was, um, I was 20 and I was, uh, sexually assaulted. So I think that might be one of the the biggest things that, that led to me writing this is I was really, is connecting, I guess, with all of this trauma that's stored in my body, you know, all of these things. And I'm sure as you're aware, like, you know, the body keeps the score, And, you know, uh, we hold this pain inside and we have to work on releasing it and allowing it and knowing that we can feel it and it's okay that we feel it. And that there's nothing wrong with the feelings and I'm not bad for feeling this way. And I'm not, you know, bad for feeling like hell is really close by, that the end is close by. Um, And... I think when I think about the, you know, the things that I've been through in my life, I, I, I just am like, oh my gosh, my body, like this human form, this thing that I hold, there's this the spirit inside of it that's also been shackled up at different points and, and put in boxes, but my body's just been through so much, you know, and um that really I think was the inspiration for writing it and it was in a moment of just wanting to be like it's okay like I think people who are recovering from myself like the the main thing I I'm treated for is is PTSD um and you know if you're being treated for that uh, or depression or anxiety or really anything in the mental health realm, uh, you can feel ostracized or outcast or othered. And to just be like, things happen to me and it's all right. That's it. That's, that's the whole thing for me. And that's, you know, it came from a, maybe not just one thing, but a myriad of, of things that happened in my life. Yeah. So that, 
um, poem, yeah, connects with me on so many different levels. Um, wasn't really planning on sharing it myself, but um, I about six years ago, um, my family went through a armed home invasion, hmm. and uh, which was really rough. Well. You know, and still, you know, feel bad. Yeah. All the time, of course. Mm. And um, and then the and I actually posted about this uh yes last night. It was like okay, it was like two in the morning, I think. <laughs> but yeah. like just uh realizing that being disabled is trauma <laughs> and mm. like I was feeling that and like was really feeling that <laughs> yeah. and then like honestly like I just kept repeating that opening line like to the trump to the trauma inside my body it's okay yeah <laughs> I can't even like it's yeah. just, it's been so good and so helpful. So just thank you for putting that out there is really what I was trying to say. And, yeah. And thank you for sharing that. That's, I mean, that's really scary. Uh, I thankfully have not encountered that in my life, but I'm sorry that you've had to encounter that feeling of, of being so unsafe of someone entering your home and, and feeling all of that. That's really heavy. And like, and also, yeah, any any medical or otherwise things that, you know, you're going through, those are really hard. And it's mm -hmm. not, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and, and try and pretend that I know what it's like to be you. I don't, but I know the struggle and I know hardship. And I think what we share most of all in life, and people forget this all the time, but the thing we share most is our hurt and our pain. Mm -hmm. And we all, at the end of the day, everybody wants to belong and wants to be loved and it's really really hard to accept love and feel like you belong when there's trauma inside your body and yeah and I'm sorry that that that's been your experience <sighs> thank you for saying that that's really sweet um okay kind of my brain's just like did I really just do that mm. <laughs> just, ah, okay the question it's a nicer question after this so I can that, I can hey they're all good questions no well, well thank you from that actually um yeah switching gears a little bit um you mentioned them um, being a person who's you know deconstructing um faith and things that you thought you believed and like big things like that and I am also one of those people so just you know connecting on so many things right now yeah <laughs> all of them did you do any writing like while you were in the in the church and why the, is it you know, so hard yes yeah like while you were in that faith environment was writing a thing for 
Not really. I've found that for me, um, in my experience and in my walk, um, I was a part of a very um, fundamental and vindictive part of Christianity, um, one that lent itself towards judgment rather than love or light. Um, I, and ultimately, I, I think a big thing that was going on was the knowledge or understanding or maybe the best way to say this is uh, you, the church was really tamping out my true self. Like there was no room for authenticity. There's only room to fit in to this narrow box of the definition of who you have to be to belong there. Mm-hmm. And that never worked for me. There was never a place that felt great. I tried really hard, um, but it was a landscape that shifted and changed it changed and became many other things. And I didn't write much there because there wasn't, it didn't feel safe or okay to really connect with who I was as a person because apparently who I was was bad and who I was was born disgraced and a sinner and that there was something wrong with me. Um, So that whole process didn't really lead to me feeling like I could lean in to something like writing. Absolutely understand that. Again, just, I feel like we're, we should be like best friends or something. Cause like I- We are already, we're best friends. I, I can just sit here and be like, same same (laughs) just like like and yeah I can totally get the like it's really not conducive to writing when you don't feel safe really (laughs) just or expression or anything (laughs) yeah and honestly my my specialty was changing and molding and adapting myself to fit in to something different. Like I, something I used to like say to myself in my brain uh, when I was in high school was that I could be anything. Like I can, I can, what I thought was special about myself then was that I could slide in anywhere and fit in any group and talk to anyone and I could be whatever anybody needed me to be. And then when you get a little older and you realize that you can be anything that anybody needs you to be, you have no idea who you are. And then you're just lost. And I was lost for a while. Um, So yeah, it's a really challenging process to like be in a church or be, try and be defined by everything that's outside of you. And especially in the, the Christian community, it's, just that really can be, I don't want to, there are people that I, I know are doing it well, and there are people that are in, in faith and are in loving communities and stuff, but uh, the church is, that I experienced and the corners of Christianity that I experienced were not particularly loving or generous. Mm-hmm. Now that you are 
like in this environment of deconstructing and not being told really what you need to think and what you need to do and what you, you know, all that. Are you seeing things now in your writing now that you're um, in an environment where you can, you know, um, write freely and feel freely? I'm like, retrospectively, are you able to like, look back and see oh that's what was happening and that's how I had felt and this is how I feel now and the difference is there (laughs) yes yeah I think it's always a little hard to connect with that sometimes because Mm -hmm. you know you were who you were then and you are who you are now and sometimes it's it's probably challenging to be like as grounded as I want to be in, in my heart, you know, and sure. to be able to be like, Oh, Oh my gosh. It's like, Oh, this version of myself believed this. It, I would say that the way that I can really compassionately look towards myself best is looking at my, my child self of being like, Oh my God, that little kid. Uh, he felt all of these things. And those, those things that I felt then, deeply affect the things that I write now. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I mean, they're really the same things, honestly. And I guess, you know, I can look back at my writing years prior and I can look at back and I can see my writing right now. And yeah, there is, there's definitely a, a, a pretty wide difference between the, the topics I'm discussing, things I'm writing about, um, what I think about, even just how I, break down my writing or or maybe edit it for myself um Mm. is different you know I would like to think I've grown as a writer potentially um (laughs) over time I hope I've gotten a little bit better um but what is better so I don't know um ultimately yeah I can definitely see a difference and I try I would like to be grounded in a gratitude that I, I know I've changed and I've grown and I've become a healthier person a more at peace person, someone who doesn't, is not as vindictive towards himself or harsh towards himself. Um, Because that was honestly, this is before I was even putting any poems out into the world, um, which I only started putting poems out into the world in 2021. Um, Like, uh, I think it's recently only was just two years um, that I was Mm -hmm. been putting it out into the world. Um, But when I first started writing, there were a lot more vindictive you know, um, it was a lot more about shame and about, you know, how I viewed myself in such a shameful way. Um, uh, I, I'm trying to think. I had a poem. One of the first ones I feel like I wrote was um, I bathe in shame as if self-destruction ever felt good. Um, it was like a line. And, and that, those are the kinds of things. I was, I was, I was in a place of pain and now I don't so much write from pain. I I write from a, a more loving, I think, free space. (laughs) That's really good. And I mean, honestly, as long as you're writing from a better place yourself, who cares if it's like better by Mm, like whatever kind of standard that 
yeah <laughs> and, and honestly like you just never know how i the the poem that you love trauma mm-hmm. um i didn't think anyone would really like it i really I posted that for me and then there's so many people like yourself that really love it and are you know yeah like use it as a mantra almost which is kind of mind-blowing it's kind of i can't actually talking with you right now is actually incredibly helpful for me to be like oh people read my stuff and it has affected their life i don't think i've really ever i found it very hard especially recently uh my account has has grown my my following has grown uh, on and i guess all social media a good bit and you know it's been hard for me to connect with that or understand that or realize that anybody really values what i'm saying you know it's not just me shouting to the void um and and it's helpful to honestly connect with you and talk with you about this to realize like oh wow okay like this has affected people and there's there's like a there's there's a presence on the other side of this Mm -hmm. well i'm glad because I really like your stuff. <laughs> so, Thank you. Yeah, it's it's all good. Um, <laughs> okay, I think we've gotten to the last question here. <laughs> this, you know, podcast that I'm doing is all about like the connections and conversations that we can have that help us like get through the bad times and get through the dark Mm. um and I was wondering for you who are those people and the like and those things that you can reach out to that you can feel the light through that you can um basically feel they're still good Mm. Yeah. um, uh, One of the first things that immediately comes to mind is I have a wonderful group of friends uh, in my life that I, if I'm really down in the dumps or not feeling well, um, I go and talk to them. I call them. I have a wonderful girlfriend who I will call if I am in the dumps or in need of help um, or just need to like I'm a big verbal processor, so I often need to just word vomit at people and say things and dump out my feelings or, you know, kind of just have talk therapy with friends, essentially. Um, And so that's a big thing that I do. But honestly, the the touchstones I go to uh, most often for myself to, like, reconnect with the world, I I go go for a walk outside. Like, nature's everything to me. Um, the fact that, you know, daylight savings time has finally switched and we get more sunlight, uh, is like a life changing thing to me. Um, Mm -hmm. so just a walk in nature, like being outside, seeing a sunset, like anything, all that stuff just breathes like life into my soul. But there's specifically, I guess, a few things that I do, um, to help get the light in. One of them is I meditate. Um, I try to meditate pretty often. My favorite person in terms of meditation is Tara Brock. I don't know if you're Mm. familiar with Tara, but she's a hero of mine. Um, 
And truly like last summer I was in the dumps for a little while, just had like a really hard two months, three months. And Tara Brock was, I was listening to her stuff every day. She not only does meditations, but she gives like spiritual talks of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and just listening to that was very affirming and, and great for me. And actually, how long do I have this book? I do. Yeah. There's this book um, by, have you ever heard of Father Greg Boyle? Yes. Yeah. Love okay. him. <laughs> yeah. So his book, I'm holding it up right here. It's called Tattoos on the Heart, uh, The Power of Boundless Compassion. Um, this book changed my life. Um, this book made me believe that I could actually be a good person and not just be a good person that I already am. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a line in here that almost always makes me cry. And it's when you meet the truth of who you are, you'll like what you find there. Um, and that's it. That's it. That, that's like one of the only lines maybe I need to remember is that when I am like, when I meet my true self, my authentic self in loving, I'm always going to like what I find there, you know, cause there's all this, you know, there's all the bullshit, you know, from here to here. And those are trauma responses. And that's, you know, all kinds of things, you know, body trauma stuff that we were talking about. It's all things, conditions, things we were conditioned to do responses we have from childhood. It's things that happen to us that we developed, you know, uh, you know, these responses to. And underneath that is who you really are. And who everyone is, is beautiful and loving and kind and generous. And like you, maybe this rambling here that I'm doing a little bit was kind of, this is like what I do. Like if I'm how to get the light in is I remember that everyone, even the people who are canceled or the people who, you know, have done bad things or have hurt people, they deserve love too. If they deserve love, I deserve love. And I deserve love for myself and they deserve love for me because we're all a part of the same thing. And that's for me, how the light gets in is remembering we're all a part of the same thing, the same beautiful thing. Um, And we're all beautiful and we're all loved and we are made of love. Yes, absolutely. That's, 100%. 100%. And Did I answer so your question? Funny. Honestly, I just rambled. <laughs> no, it's I completely tracked you the whole time. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it's so funny because that book that you mentioned is literally sitting in my living room right now. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, oh, it's such a good book. Have you read it? Yeah, it's oh. so good. <laughs> It's, yeah, I have like every page is like almost everything in the book is underlined. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this was okay. I'm going to wrap up now before I start rambling and then it's just all going to implode. Um, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, well. Gosh, this has just been so good. Uh, Kyle, thank you for being here and for talking to me and for putting out such 
good words that just uh I make me feel seen every time really so it's just like it's just great um but yeah thank you for being here of course and- Haven it's an honor to be here it's an honor to finally get to talk to you and you're definitely I think you're you're my biggest supporter the biggest fan and I appreciate it um if no one else if if a day comes that no one else reads my poetry I think you will and I really appreciate that and it's you send so many sweet and beautiful kind messages to me and I really, really appreciate them. Uh, they don't go unnoticed. Sometimes um, I'm busy and I don't get to them, but I really appreciate you saying everything that you say and supporting you know, my work and, and just the kindness and love that you show. And, and even, you know, I, I was listening to your podcast with David, um, the Naked Pastor, and which also I'm sure it must have been, I, I love him so much. I'm sure it was a blast to talk to him. So great. <laughs> yeah. He seems like such a sweet man. Um, mm. But yeah, just what you're doing here is really beautiful and it's very powerful. And how the light gets in is a conversation like this, the conversation we're having right here. Um, and so it's an honor to be here and I'll come on any old time. Yay. I'm- That was so nice to hear. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me this time on How the Light Gets In. Until next time, please take care of yourselves. And if you can, take care of each other.